Welcome to the Feminine Frequency Podcast. I'm your host, Amy from Amy Natalie Co., spiritual teacher, mindset coach, and speaker. I'm here to remind you how to tap into your feminine frequency to elevate your relationships, attract more money, and feel confident in your body. Each week, I'll be sharing wisdom from guest experts and guided meditations, along with my favorite spiritual mindset techniques so that you can access abundance, love, and manifest a life that is in alignment with your soul's true desires. Let's do this, sister. beautiful people. Welcome back to the Feminine Frequency Podcast. Thank you for pressing play today and being here with me. I have just returned from a trip from Costa Rica, and I'm going to be sharing all about my travel experience today on this episode. And hopefully you'll have some great takeaways from my experience. I'm going to be talking about some of the mindset shifts that I had to work through as I went on this trip. And I'm also going to be talking about the magic of traveling how that influences your mindset and your energy field. And then I'll just share some fun personal things so that you can get a sense of what this trip was like for me. So before we dive in, I want to remind you that you have access to a meditation bundle that I put together for you. It's called the Feminine Frequency Meditation Bundle. And when you download it for free, you get five free guided meditations. And I created this meditation bundle to support you in really connecting to your feminine energy energy, to connect with your intuition, to build your confidence, to open your heart, and to create a peaceful relationship with your body. These are things that I've seen many of the women in my coaching practice they've struggled with, and these are really short meditations to help you get reconnected with yourself in just a short amount of time. So if you have been listening and you haven't downloaded these meditations yet, or if you are new to the podcast and you want to have access to them, you can simply go to femfrequencybundle.com or you can go in the show notes and you can click on the link there. And these meditations are super powerful. I wanted to share a quick review from one of my clients who downloaded the intuition meditation, which is in the bundle. And she said, Amy, I did your intuition meditation this morning from the feminine frequency meditation bundle. And I just wanted to let you know it was super impactful for me and it made me cry. I got chills multiple times. The whole meditation felt like magic. And that's a perfect segue into our topic for today because my experience in Costa Rica can be described in one word, and that word is magic. And the reason for that is being in nature surrounded by trees in a tropical environment. And then we also went to this area that was more of a mountainous environment was so magical being so connected to the earth and the energy in Costa Rica is really expansive. It's a beautiful land that has a lot to offer and I just felt really comfortable and safe and it gave me the space to really explore and adventure and have a lot of fun and play. So I'm going to share some of my takeaways and I first want to start by talking about travel in general and the value of traveling and getting out of your comfort zone. There's the saying that 
you only grow when you're outside of your comfort zone. And I know that there's a lot that you can learn from books and from trainings online. And what I really feel is the biggest lesson or the biggest opportunity for growth is the lessons that we learn in our life and in real life. And that's through our relationships, through our experiences, and definitely an opportunity through travel when you get out of your comfort zone. And that's what traveling does. There's less of a routine. There's not as familiar spaces. You're meeting new people, new cultures, trying new foods. And these are all opportunities to release the fear and the anxiety and the what ifs and um, all of the doubts and worries that come up with the unknown. And I'll speak to the unknown a little bit. In my experience, I have really struggled with the unknown in the past when I went to college. I started struggling with anxiety attacks and for anyone who has had an anxiety attack that's listening you might be able to resonate to the feeling with of the feeling of shortness of breath of just feeling anxious maybe for no reason like nothing's actually gone wrong and my anxiety used to be stemmed specifically from the unknowns not knowing not being able to predict the next step and just feeling really unsafe and uncomfortable and it's really beautiful to see how far I've come when I go on these trips it just is such a benchmark reminder to be able to look back and how far I've come with my anxiety and I'm getting a little bit emotional speaking about this because I remember after high school I went on a trip to Italy and I went with some friends and it was my first international trip and I remember waking up in the middle of the night crying. I would call home crying. I just had so much anxiety and fear that was built up at that time. And I didn't have the tools that I have now, the tools and resources that I have now. So the other reason why traveling is really powerful outside of getting you outside of your comfort zone is because it changes the input that goes into your mind. So when you're going throughout your day and you have your regular routine, you wake up, you make yourself a cup of tea or coffee, you get in the shower, you get ready, you go to work, you have this routine, your brain is getting the same stimulus, the same input, the same information, which triggers the same thoughts and beliefs that are happening over and over and over again. So it's your subconscious, you're in autopilot mode. Well, when you're traveling, you're getting new inputs, you're, you're hearing new languages, you're seeing new things, and you're also not going through the same routine, which is one of the beauties of traveling and also the, something that can bring up a lot of anxiety for people. So um, when you're traveling and getting these new inputs, it allows you to be more in your conscious mind and make choices about what you actually want to do. It allows you to take a step back and evaluate some of your habits and patterns and things that you do at home that may or may not be serving you. And it also allows for new creativity to come through. And another reason why creativity and inspiration come through when you're traveling is because When you're traveling, often your stress levels go down. You don't have to worry about your to-do list of doing laundry and washing the dishes and making sure that everything's taken care of and going to appointments and making sure that you're working out and all of the things that we have to do in our life, in our daily life. But when you're traveling, Um, your cortisol levels go down, your stress levels go down. And when that happens, 
you get out of the fight or flight mode and you get into the rest and digest and you get into your feminine flow and you're not being as in your masculine planning everything day to day, minute by minute, hour by hour with your calendar. And I'll speak a little bit more into the masculine feminine balance of planning a trip and being on vacation and all of that in a moment. But specifically with reducing your cortisol levels, the number one thing that blocks creativity and clarity and flow is being stressed. When your cortisol levels are high, you can't be in a creativity mode because your body and your mind is in survival mode. It's not in a mode of creation and thriving. When the body is in fight or flight mode, it's not in reproduction mode. It's not in uh, reproducing both physically for children. If the body's too stressed, then oftentimes that can affect fertility, but it also is not going to have you birth new ideas and new inspiration. And it blocks ideas that could be coming through that could be opening up new opportunities for you. So that is definitely one of the values of activating your parasympathetic nervous system, getting into the rest and digest mode, which you can do throughout your normal life. You don't have to wait to go on vacation in order to do that. A lot of the mindset tools that I teach my clients help to regulate your your stress symptoms, stress levels, and help you to self-regulate those so that you don't get to the point where you're just like overwhelmed and you're you're so stressed that you don't know how to handle it. So those are some of the really big reasons why I love travel. Getting out of routine is really important. And I usually have a very specific meditation practice every single morning I wake up and meditate. I've been doing that for the last two and a half years. And I was actually thinking about this this morning that this was the first trip where I didn't strictly abide to that meditation practice. And I definitely noticed it after seven days of not meditating. I started to notice some of my old thoughts creeping back in. I noticed my mind was getting a lot busier, but it was really nice to take a break. And if you have any daily practices, mindset practices that you're doing, and you feel like you're just going through the motions or you don't feel like you're as connected to the practice, then it's not going to have the same effect. The reason why we do different practices like affirmations and meditations is because they help us to feel better and it feels lighter and it feels good when you do them. If it doesn't feel good and light, then why are you doing them? If you don't feel connected to them, then why are you doing them? And that's different. I know I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent right now, but that's different to if you are doing, if you're finding resistance towards a meditation practice when you're first starting and it feels hard, that's different than feeling like disconnected because you've been doing it so much and you just need to switch it up a little bit. So with that said, it doesn't need to be all or nothing. It's okay to take a break and it actually feels really good to take a break from working out, from, you know, cooking all your meals and from, from doing a meditation practice every day. And I got different forms of meditation, being in nature, laying in a hammock, uh, doing yoga classes at this festival that we went to. And um, those were different forms of meditation that I don't normally get in my daily life. So I'm going to share how we started our trip. We're going to start talking about Costa Rica now. And for those of you who haven't been to Costa Rica, 
it's a very safe, easy place to travel. And we rented a car, so that made it easy for us to do a lot in a short amount of time. So within the 10 days, we went to quite a few different locations, but we flew in and we started our trip at Envision Festival. And Envision Festival is a yoga, consciousness festival. It's got music. It's on the beach. You're camping in the jungle. If you choose to camp, some people stay at Airbnbs. Um, We camped, which was one of the mindset challenges that I'm going to talk about shortly. But it was just a really powerful experience being immersed in nature. And some of my main takeaways from the festival specifically is that when you surround yourself with a community of people who have similar values, this is considered one of the environments that you are taking in information from. So I talk about environments in your everyday life, the things that feed your mind, Your environment is also about the people that you surround yourself by and the power of community with similar values. So specifically at festivals like Envision Festival or Burning Man, not specifically talking about just music festivals where people go there to party. And obviously there's people who go to Envision Festival to party as well. But when there's some deeper connection to consciousness and when the collective is really environmentally aware and making sure that we're not leaving trash on the ground and really conscious of how we're treating the earth and how we're taking care of the water and When there's authentic connection, when you walk around and you just don't feel like people have their walls up and everyone's on their own, there's just genuine connection where people want to connect with each other. When we're in a space like that, it actually becomes a vortex. It's an energetic vortex where the vibrational frequency of that specific area is elevated. And when that happens, I noticed this when I was at Burning Man a couple years ago, and I noticed this at Envision, when the frequency, the collective frequency is elevated, then synchronicities happen much faster. And things that usually don't happen at home or maybe don't happen as quickly happen very, very quickly when the whole entire frequency of the area that you're in is elevated. And if this is too woo-woo for you, no worries. I'll definitely have some grounded mindset tips for you as well. But that's something that I noticed and that I thought was important to share. And an example of that is in a space like that, I would think about someone. I didn't know that many people at the festival, but I would think about someone. They would come to my mind and then all of a sudden I would see them. And this is like a festival, I don't actually know how many people were at Envision, but thousands of people and the likeliness of me just like thinking about someone and then just running into them is not that likely. And that happened a few times and there were a few other synchronicities that were really beautiful. Um, One of my favorite things that was a reminder at this festival was that When I was in flow, when we were just um, walking around and enjoying ourselves, that we actually ended up at the perfect workshops that we needed to hear. And I was there with my boyfriend, Nolan. And if you haven't listened to our first episode together, go back and listen. I'm not sure what episode number it is, but you'll see on there we talked about our healing journey. And um, what happened was, is for this festival, you can choose a lineup ahead of time. It tells you the schedule for all the different stages and speakers and musicians and um, bands and DJs. And you can choose which ones and you can actually, there's an app where you make a schedule. So we made a little bit of a schedule ahead of time, just looked at the things that we wanted to go to and kept them in mind. 
But what would happen is it would be really hot and we wanted to stay in the shade. And then all of a sudden there was like this beautiful music. And I realized that there was a yoga class going on that I really wanted to take. It was a heart opening yoga class and it was a very flowy class and it felt so good in that moment. So I was divinely guided to that class and felt so good in my body. Another example of that is we were also sitting in the shade and just relaxing and not really going according to a specific schedule. And we got to see a really beautiful piece of art from a beautiful facilitator. Her name is Zahara Zimring with her partner, Oren. And I'm going to have them on the show as well coming up. But specifically, their piece was all about conscious partnership and the evolution of partnership and divine partnership. And we learned as a couple from them because we were there watching that and we weren't even planning on being there. So lots of opportunity when you're in flow and when you're not just trying to control everything and be on a certain schedule. There's a lot of magic that can happen in that space. And one last thing specifically from the festival, which was literally only the first four days of our trip. And as you can see, I've spent at least 10 minutes talking about this festival, but there was a lot of takeaways. Um, And the most inspiring thing with the festival for me was seeing families at the festival. So you might be surprised to know that there are families who go to these types of festivals and there's actually a camping area for families. And the reason why this was so inspiring for me was because I got to see a model of conscious parenting, which is a new paradigm where it feels that children can be fully expressed, that they feel safe to be themselves, that there's not as many rules and constrictions from society and from parents. And really that parents are connecting and doing their own inner work so that they can show up as the most loving parent that they can. And this is really the type of parenting that one day when I have a family that I am committed to and I'm looking forward to, and I know that it's challenging, but it was so beautiful to just see these children. They were such bright lights and see them interacting with their parents and having fun and playing and dancing and being in the dirt and just being in their natural element and seeing how free they were was really inspiring. And what was also inspiring was seeing how they interacted with other people at the festival and how other people responded to children. Children are, they're just love and they're light and people are drawn to them and their innocence. And You could see that when the children would go up to people and dance with them or talk to them. And these were people they didn't know. They weren't, they were technically strangers, but they were at this festival and the space is really safe for the most part. And, you know, the children would go up and these, these people's faces would light up and they would play with these kids and it would bring the playfulness out of them. So that was something that was super inspiring for me as well. All right, I'm gonna talk about some of the mindset challenges that I experienced while I was in Costa Rica. And I wanna share these because I think that some of you will be able to relate to these and be able to implement them into your own life or if these challenges come up for you, then you'll have some tools to work with. The first mindset challenge was specifically around being physically uncomfortable. When we got to the festival, it was very hot. It was humid and we had our backpacks and we were also picking up our camping gear and it was uncomfortable. We were sweaty, it was hot, and we really had no choice. We had to find a spot and set up. 
But in my mind, I knew that that was what I was determined to do. And I could have easily been like, I need to go stand in the shade. I can't do this. I need someone to help me. And there was this fierce independence and fierce desire to make this happen and to contribute to setting up camp that I was committed to. And I also knew that afterwards there was a beach and there was play and there was fun. And why I bring this up is because sometimes it's not comfortable in the moment. Not everything gets to be comfortable. And after we set up the camp, I felt so proud and felt really good that we had set it up, that I had contributed, and that we could go then enjoy ourselves. And so I really want to emphasize that not everything is comfortable, but on the other side, if you push through, oftentimes that's something that Um, is important. And I don't mean pushing through by not taking care of yourself because taking care of yourself is important. So we were drinking lots of water and everything, but um, yeah, just pushing your comfort zones. And there were definitely some bugs in the jungle (laughs) and um, I tend to be pretty adventurous, but I was definitely, um, there were, there were some bugs and I would, uh, there were a lot of like little squeals that I would let out because I was just like, oh my God, there's something on me. And most of the time it was not something harmful. Actually, all of the time it wasn't something harmful. So it was just really funny to experience the discomfort of that and also be playful with it and not let it ruin my experience. And another thing that I really wanted to speak to for mindset challenges for myself was body image. When you're at a festival, when you're on vacation, when you're in the sun, most of the time there's more skin exposed. Either you're wearing a bathing suit, other people are wearing bathing suits, and if you've been to festivals or seen photos from festivals, it's really an opportunity for freedom of expression around fashion, around your body, around clothing, around colors, um, around sparkles. Like There's so many different ways that people express themselves. And When you're in that environment, you're seeing more bodies, you're seeing more skin, your body is more exposed if you choose for it to be. And I actually find a lot of liberation in that because there's far less judgment in spaces like this. And for me, what it brought up was just old patterns of comparison, of comparing my body to other women, comparing my body and comparing my my fashion sense to other women. And keep in mind, We were camping, we were not staying at an Airbnb, I was not doing my hair every day, and I find that even if I were to do that, it's so hot outside anyways, and I don't enjoy that. So for me, it reminded me to come back home to myself, remind myself of the the power and the energy within me that doesn't necessarily always have to do with the physical body. And this is also a lot of what I teach to my clients is that we can get really caught up around body image and it can actually start to ruin your day or ruin your experience. And I'm sure some of you have experienced this when you go on vacation and maybe you're dreading going on vacation because you're not in good shape or you don't want to put on a bathing suit or you feel like everyone else looks better than you, whatever the case is. But if you allow yourself to attach on to that idea and keep your awareness in that place, it can get really dark really fast and it can also ruin your experience. It can ruin your experience with your family, your friends, and take away from the experience that's right in front of you. So it can take away from you being present. And when you're in your mind around your body image, it means you're not present. You're not present to the what's right in front of you. So it really is a choice and it is a practice of noticing when those thoughts are coming up, noticing when you're comparing, noticing when 
uh, you don't feel good about your body. And this is a practice that I keep coming back to myself. And there's a lot of different elements to this practice, but this is one of it is noticing when it's happening, acknowledging that you are having these negative thoughts and that they're not contributing to a positive experience for you. And coming back home to yourself and into the present moment and enjoying what's going on, whether that's the music that's playing, whether that's listening to the conversation right in front of you, whether that's watching kids play in the dirt and coming back to the present moment. And when you do that, you start to realize that the things that you were caught up in your mind in the first place don't even matter. Those are not the things that are important and spending so much time on them really is taking away from your pleasure and joy. All right. So moving on from the festival, I have another mindset challenge that I worked through while I was traveling, and this was an adventurous opportunity. We went, we went up into the mountains towards the end of our trip, and this is where Costa Rica is known for their zip lining, and this area specifically is called Monteverde. Monteverde. And Monteverde is an area that is super lush with lots of different trees, and we went zip lining. And for those of you who have just seen zip lining in videos or as a picture and you knew what it is, if you've never been zip lining, it is a completely different experience. And I've known about zip lining, but I've never done it. Well, these zip lines were these long, super long lines that were literally strung across the jungle and you get strapped into your harness and you get strapped in and clipped in and when you if you allow yourself to think about it and you're up in the air and you look down and all you're connected to is this harness and this string and you're trusting that hundreds of people have done this before but like what if you fall and if my mind had stayed in that place, I would have been terrified. I would have had a horrible experience. And so I had the opportunity after the first few runs, because we did like 13 of them and they're all really fast and really scary. Um, but I got to look around at the nature and just be in so much gratitude for being in that experience, for feeling like I was literally flying through the air. Like how often do you get that opportunity? And this is an example where fear can often hold us back. So we were finishing the zip lining and there was an opportunity to do this thing called a Tarzan swing. And the Tarzan swing is exactly what it sounds like. It's a rope where you tie in your harness. Well, you don't do it. The guides do it. They tie in your harness to the rope and you walk up this ladder and you step off the edge. And as you do that, the rope starts to swing really high up and then it swings back and then it swings back the other way quite a few times. And originally when I heard that there was a Tarzan swing, I was like, there's no way I'm doing that. Like, I don't want to do that. That doesn't sound fun to me. Why would I do that? And <laughs> just laughing about it, I saw this older woman uh, who did the Tarzan swing and I'm just watching her and I'm standing there I'm like, why don't I want to do this? And I realized that it was just a fear in my mind, this idea trying to keep me safe because obviously it's more adventurous and there is a possibility that you could get hurt. But I'm watching like 20 people do it in front of me, women who are older than me, uh, looking at this little girl doing it. And I'm like, the only reason why I wouldn't do this is because I'm afraid. And stepping out of my comfort zone is something that I'm committed to, to continue to practice this, feeling the fear and doing it anyways. And then I can apply that in my life, in my business, in my relationships, and continue to practice this muscle of feeling the fear and doing it anyways. So 
I shared with my partner, Nolan, that I was going to do it. And he got really excited and was cheering me on. And he did it too. And we're walking up the stairs and my body went into this fight or flight response. I was like hanging on to the railing for dear life, looking at him super scared. But I kept telling myself, like, you can do this. It, you're going to be fine. It's going to be fun. It's okay. And just the the positive reassurance talking to myself from that space and let instead of letting my fear-based mind take over. So I got to the top and they strapped me in and they only strapped me in with like two ropes. And I'm like, this is it? Like, that's all you're going to strap me in with? And they're like, yep. And I'm like, okay. So I closed my eyes and I stepped off the ledge and it was so fun. I had so much fun and it was so worth it. And I really, really enjoyed it. All right. So those were the mindset challenges. Some of them, obviously I can't share all of them. Otherwise this episode would be super long, but I do want to talk about the masculine feminine dynamics of traveling. And this isn't the male-female dynamics of traveling. This is the structure and flow of traveling. So the structure of traveling is having some sort of idea where you're going and what you're doing. And sometimes if you don't have enough structure, then things can go wrong. Maybe you don't have the the schedule for the bus, or maybe you didn't book a hotel. And then if you don't book the hotel, then you get there and then you have a shitty place to stay. Um, there's a lot that can go wrong if you don't travel or if you don't plan while traveling. And I've done trips specifically when I went to Thailand I on my own at the end of 2018, I believe. Yeah, I did a lot of not planning and I did have some structure. So I like to have some structure when I travel. I also like to have a lot of flow when I travel. Well, traveling with my partner, Nolan, who is really good at planning was, was a treat. It was a really awesome way for me to be able to surrender and relax and to not really have to think about things. And I tend to be more of an in the moment thinker and I do really well with that. And it works for me for the most part. But having someone who was thinking one to two steps ahead of me and having a little bit more planning and structure was actually really great. And it allowed me to relax even more. And for that specific example, he was more in his masculine and I was more in my feminine. Also, he was driving the car and I was being supportive and I was uh, share, or helping with the GPS and telling him where to go, but he was still in his masculine. And that felt really good for me to be able to relax and to be able to be in support. There were other times where I wanted to have more structure and he was, he just reminded me that it's okay to be in flow. We don't need to have as much structure. We don't have to know exactly where we're going for dinner. We don't have to know exactly where we're going next at the festival. And he was a reminder for me to drop back into flow instead of trying to control everything. All right, so that recaps most of our trip. I want to highlight one last magical experience that we had. And this was our opportunity or the opportunity that we took to go visit this retreat center that I am going to be hosting my first international retreat at in October. And this retreat is specifically for my clients first. If I have some spots left, then I'll be opening it up to the public. But if you're interested in doing work with me as a client, working on mindset coaching, as well as having this international travel experience and going to this retreat, I highly recommend that you reach out soon because the spots are going to fill up. And this retreat is going to be called Discover Your Magic. 
It's all about discovering the authentic you, who you are, the gifts that you have to share with the world, and then having the confidence and the support and the community to then create an action plan to go and implement that when you get home. So uh, Discover Your Magic is releasing everything that is not you, the fears, the doubts, the confusion, the lack of clarity, and coming back home to the authentic magic that is within you. And we are going to be hosting it at a really beautiful retreat center. We're going to be teaching breath work there, allowing you to release a lot of the emotions. And there's some really beautiful opportunities specifically on the property of this retreat center to be connected to nature. And that's really my intention is to get people outside of their comfort zones, specifically women who are usually stressed and busy and in their masculine and drop them into their feminine in a safe space and really have the opportunity to do some of the deeper healing work that maybe we can't do when they're in their fight or flight mode. So we got the opportunity to go and visit this retreat center. By far the best food I've ever had in my life, and I'm not exaggerating, it was really, really amazing farm-to-table food, and it's a very eco-friendly place and great opportunity to connect with nature. So that is my recap for my Costa Rica trip. I would love to hear from you guys. I know that podcasting can be a one-way conversation, but I would love to hear from you. And if you have any questions or comments or anything that you can relate to that I shared today, if anything landed really clearly for you from this solo episode, please send me a DM on Instagram, which is a direct message for those of you who don't know. Someone asked me that the other day, so no worries. Um, But yeah, send me a message. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear about your experience with traveling or anxiety or any mindset tools that I shared. And I'd love to support you in any way that I can. And I'm going to make a personal request as we wrap up this episode. If you can please head over to iTunes or Spotify, wherever you're at. And if you can please leave a rating and a review for this podcast, that would mean the world to me. It really gives an opportunity for more people to hear this wisdom, to connect with the amazing guests that we have on this show. And it also helps me to really take this podcast to the next level for you. So thank you for listening today. And I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode.